Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Praying Through the Bible podcast, part of the Praying Through the Bible project. Thanks for joining me. The separation of church and state is written into the U.S. Constitution, and that's a result of a lot of modern historical realities. But for believers, that separation and the connections between state and faith are found even in the ancient book of Ezra, which we are studying this month. This prayer gives us some insights into how prayer plays a part in the interaction between a state and our faith. The prayer comes from Ezra chapter 7, and it's found in verses 27 through 28. Blessed be the Lord, the God of our ancestors, who put such a thing as this into the hearts of the king to glorify the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, and who extended to me steadfast love before the king and his counselors and before all the king's mighty officers. I took courage, for the hand of the Lord my God was upon me, and I gathered the leaders from Israel to go up with me. Following the completion of the temple, the Jews celebrated the festival of Passover. The first section of the book of Ezra ends there, and the rest of the book is either by or about Ezra himself. And so the time between chapter 6 and chapter 7 in the book of Ezra is almost 60 years. Ezra was a priest and a descendant of the high priest who served before the exile. But he was also a scribe, and these were the people who became more important when there was no temple because the focus had to be on scriptures, on the writings that had been preserved by their forebears. Ezra is often presented in the Bible as a second Moses because he's the one who led and taught and held the people accountable to God's ways. He traveled to Jerusalem, commissioned by King Artaxerxes I to accomplish four things. First, he was to take a group to Jerusalem from Babylon. Second, he was to deliver gifts and money to the temple and ensure that proper funds flowed to the temple in the future. Third, he was to make sure that the temple and the practices were being done accordingly and properly as laid out in the Jewish law. The final task was to teach the people who lived outside of Jerusalem how to live under the Jewish laws. Now, all of this was written in a document and signed by the king. Immediately following the words of the king's declaration, Ezra offered the prayer that I read earlier as a response of a blessing upon God for his provision of the temple and for their return to worship and live under him. So what do we take of the meaning of this prayer? The third part of the king's decree might surprise some people, but as we have noted before, the Persians encouraged the religions of their conquered people. They didn't make them worship the way they did. This might be what lies behind the issue of mixed religion marriages later in the book of Ezra, for such marriages could bring problems for living under the Jewish law if one spouse was not Jewish. That would have been perfectly okay to the Persians, but it wasn't under God's law. Ezra's reaction to the document put forth by the king is to offer this prayer of blessing upon God. While the document is an important one for the history of Persia, and especially for the Jewish people, Ezra's focus is that God has kept his promise by expressing his long-suffering love to his people. 
Furthermore, it is the center of worship for God's people, the temple, and it is being provided for and protected. A lot has happened since God called Abraham to be the beginning of a nation under God, but he is still the same God, the God of our fathers, as Ezra prays in verse 27. This God who uses a pagan king to continue his promises. The prayer itself is a blessing prayer, or some people would call it a benediction. It is a simple prayer, and it resembles many of the prayers of praise found in the Psalms. And so like we have seen so often, this blessing on God is a direct response to what God has done for the Jews. The prayer shows that Ezra is honored and humbled to be called a part of God's plan. Yet it also shows that he is aware that this is a historical change. The relationship between the state and the religion of the Jews has changed. In the past, for the Jews, the government was either a theocracy under God or under a foreign power who was hostile to their God. But in Ezra's time, the two are different, state and the faith, people of faith, but they work together. This will eventually lead to the message found in the New Testament that all people can be citizens of God's kingdom, regardless of their citizenship in this world, while at the same time living under a state's authority and even praying for the secular leaders. And so what's the application of this new understanding? Well, strikingly, this new partnership between the state and religion in ancient times is not that different from many Western democracies today. The state and the church are not the same, like they were with Jews before this time period, and they have different goals, yet the state encourages faith communities. At the same time, a state's policies can sometimes work against it, That was true for the Persians, and it's also true today. As noted in previous studies, God's people are called to be submissive to the state, which God uses for his own purposes, but to also remember that they are the first part of God's kingdom. They belong to God's kingdom before they belong to any other kingdom. The state is secondary. Do you pray for your secular and governmental governmental leaders? Ezra, Jesus, and all the New Testament writers believe you should, even when you disagree with their policies or philosophy of government, even when they don't believe in the same God you do or believe in any God. Even if you disagree with their policies, you can pray for their safety, you can pray for their wisdom, and you can pray that God will use them to further his purposes, just as he did for Ezra and his people through King Artaxerxes I. Thank you for listening. See the notes accompanying this podcast for more information. If you are a patron, thank you so much for your support. If not, please consider becoming one. As always, feel free to get in touch through the comments or through the website. Until next time, have a blessed week. Thank you for listening. See the notes accompanying this podcast for more information. Learn more about the Praying Through the Bible Project on our website, prayingthroughthebible.com. That's T-H-R-U. If you are a subscriber, thank you. If not, please consider becoming one. Feel free to get in touch through the comments or on our website. Until next time, blessings on all of you.